0: Friendshipping is proud to be part of the Chicago Podcast Cooperative.
1: This episode of Friendshipping is sponsored by Backblaze. Get unlimited computer backup for Macs or PCs for just 6 bucks a month. Backup documents, music, photos, videos, drawings, podcast projects, all of your data. Restore files anywhere you have internet, even if you are off the grid. We can overnight a hard drive to you with your backup on it. Over 40 billion files restored. Get yourself a free, fully featured trial at backblazecom cpc. Make sure you visit backblazecom cpc so they know where you came from and continue to sh- support the show. Go there. Play with it. Start protecting yourself from potential bad times. Start today. Wow, one take. One take, Bane. Wow, one take. That's what they call her. They call her old one take. One take. I shot my shoot. I, sh- I shot my shoot. I shot my shot. What? <laughs> <laughs> I'm Jen.
0: And I'm Trin. This, this is, is Friendshiping. Bang. And the theme
1: this week is... Insecurity and overconfidence. Oh, to have those both. Yeah.
0: Friendship between humans has many benefits. But sometimes there is drama and you want to call it quits. Don't write nasty subtweets or punch them in the tits. View friendship at the problem. Jen. Trin, hello. Jen. Jen. Tis the season for
1: no sunshine. No sunshine. We just, we, we've had a little, I th- I'm just going to say it. Controversial statement. We've had a beautiful fall. We really have. Yeah. Like, usually fall is very mushy. Yeah, it has not been mushy. It hasn't been soggy, damp, moldy. It's just been like crisp and yeah. bright. But like, you know, it,
0: it, we still are technically getting less of the sun's rays. I'm feeling it. It's going down, down. What are you doing to take care of yourself in this death of winter?
1: Well, for me, it's both mental and physical. So I got myself a friggin' humidifier. Oh, nice! Help these chapped lips. Yes. What else did I do? Been keeping busy. I like to run a little bit. Just I usually like run to the gym and then work out for two seconds and then run back. (laughs) I'll I'll do like one push up and then be like done, and then I'll leave. That's all you Um, need. But that helps keep my brain. From zigzagging many directions, because for like 20 minutes or so, I can't, I'm actively doing something, but my brain is kind of passive. And that's really good. It kind of feels like meditating in that I'm not focused on one thing in particular, I'm not hyper fixated on anything. I'm not looking at Twitter, which is also a huge, like I don't usually take my phone when I run, which is probably the biggest mental, (laughs) the biggest health benefit of all. So, yeah, that's what I do. Uh, I take a lot of baths. I actually, I've been feeling okay lately, but uh, the, the bad feelings are imminent. Yeah. They're, they're coming. I could feel the darkness creeping inward, yes, you know? Yes, yes.
0: Because, like, so we've had, like, cloudy days. It's fall. Just, just the way that the universe and the solar system works, we're getting less sunshine, even though it is a beautiful fall. And I can, like, feel my brain, like, slowly slipping into hibernation mode. Oh, yeah. And I'm just like, hey, buddy, you're not a bear. Yeah, I know you. Unfortunately, and eat, you eat only twigs and berries. You kind of do have a bear's
1: it. diet. I do.
0: Other <laughs> like if I ate salmon, you yeah, know? oh yeah, I would have a straight yeah, yeah. up bear's diet.
1: I Saw a bear at the zoo, and I know you don't. You're not. You're not wild about zoos.
0: It's not that I'm not so good. So the, the zoo thing, just yeah. to clarify, um, there are some zoos that I'm like thumbs up about. Nice, like the San Diego Zoo is just yeah. like a nice ass zoo with like nice homes for yeah. for animals. And some zoos are very depressing. Yeah. And I also understand how important the conservation work is that zoos do. However, they do bum me out. Yeah. And it's not logical, you know, because very reasonably, like, they do important work, you know. So I support your zoo going.
1: Yeah. Thank you. The Lincoln Park Zoo is free anyway. Yeah. (laughs) And I don't buy anything there. Uh, I do avoid the lion cat house. Can't do it. Those cages are too small. Anyway, last time I was at the zoo, the bear was up. And he was awake. Um, and he was in. It was the cutest and best thing ever. He was standing on all fours in a pond, and he was eating all the like algae on the pond. And he was oh. picking it up with his little claw hand and putting it in his mouth. I'm mean, And it was mean. like he was enjoying a watery salad.
0: I would love a watery Isn't salad. Isn't that? I
1: know. And I was like, Trin, Trin could do very well in this habitat.
0: If somebody was like, here's some algae, I consider eating you basically
1: it. eat algae. I kind of do yeah. It, yeah
0: like anything <laughs> that has grown from the ground do you like ground. um seaweed do you eat I seaweed I love seaweed yeah
1: yeah it yeah. tastes like licking a fish tank in a good way
0: yeah it's well so i love salty oh me too you know so like pickles uh seaweeds that have been salted olives olives
1: i love olives me too how are you
0: doing um good okay cuz so it's one of those things so jen i i will admit i've been like pretty like chemically depressed the past like few days you know when it's like you know nothing like two crazies going on that's nothing nothing new
1: yeah I call those the lurches I get I'll be doing nothing and I'll get a moment of lurching anxiety yeah and I'll be like is this my intuition or is this real or is this fake brain stuff and I truly never know the answer because it's brain stuff is the answer, but I also don't know if my intuition. I, you know the advice, like, trust your intuition? Well, my intuition goes haywire. <laughs> I can't. I definitely uh, had moments where I, like, got a bad feeling and I, it turned out to be right. But, like, I also get bad feelings when I'm sitting in my living room.
0: Yeah. <laughs> How can you trust your gut when yeah. your gut's just stupid.
1: yeah stupid? I have to be like, this is not an emergency. You're fine. You're just, you're sitting here. And I have to, like, hyper focus. Okay, like, now you're going to go get a glass of water and you're going to drink it and you're going to take 10 deep breaths.
0: That is that's what's been going on. It's am oh, sorry. But so that's the thing is like, so, you know, when you're depressed and you there's no real reason for it. It's just life. And because of living in this modern day and age, if you want to be depressed, you can find a reason.
1: Oh, man. It's
0: not like hard. Yeah. You know, so, I'm never
1: looking for news sources. I've right. got plenty. I've got a whole waiting list.
0: And so it's one of those things where it's like, sh- am I, should I be, what is this depression doing for myself? And because that's what I think to myself. It's like, if I'm sad about the world, what is that sadness doing? Is it like urging me forward? Is it blah, blah, blah. But no, because I'm, <laughs> it's not because I'm working on my book and work's really busy, all this stuff. I'm just sad. Just sad. I'm just sad. And, and it's okay, you know? And like, um, there was this one tweet saying that like, I am not, I don't have awful depression. I'm like really good at depression. And I think I'm getting better at having depression. Oh, I
1: think you're very good at it. You know? I've learned a lot from you on how to manage it.
0: Thanks. It's, um, it is, uh, yeah, it's managed. It's fine. It doesn't make it any more fun. Yeah. You know? Um, watching a lot of snails, though. They've been really cute. How are, any, any updates on the mysteries? Mr. Yeah. No. So the only update is that um, the egg laying has not slowed down.
1: Damn. They're
0: like, I uh, I would say, I don't know why this is, but I think the snails have been more active the past like couple of weeks than they have in a long time. That's so interesting. And I wonder if it's like they're getting ready for hibernation. And so they're like, I need to fuck in. Do they eat. hibernate? They slow down. They slow down. Yeah. So, Same.
1: So, Sames so,
0: <laughs> They dig themselves deep into their substrate. Same. <laughs> and, they, and they just kind of like, you know, hang out. It depends on how, how cold you allow the room to get. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, you know, I have a ton of plants, so I don't use like a ton of heat. So it'll be like gently cool. Uh-huh. But yeah, so long story short, I'm having some of the depression. And maybe you are too, listeners. And, and you know how cool I am. Well, you are still cool, even with your depression.
1: is actually sitting backwards on a chair right now with a baseball cap, also backwards. That's how cool she is.
0: And my my baseball cap says, get wrecked on it. (laughs) (laughs) You know what it does? I didn't notice that. And I'm flipping off the principal with two fingers. Yeah, and she didn't do her homework. (laughs) I didn't. I never have. That ADHD. Yeah,
1: (laughs) She can't, ladies and gentlemen.
0: How dare you assign me homework?
1: (laughs) I thought you were going to say, how dare you assign the audience and gender. And I was going to be like, that's also good.
0: Jen, thank you for thinking that I'm that good at things. <laughs> Let's do this question. Yeah,
1: we got a f- fascinating one. I'm really folks. excited about
0: this question. I think about this shit all the time. <laughs> I'm really stoked. I accidentally closed my document. So if you want to read the question, because I can't find it. We'll do. It.
1: We'll do. Oh, I found it. Here we go. She, you got it. Okay, I'm going to read. Here yes, we go. Yes, please. So I have this one friend, he, him, where every other conversation he starts is about how desirable, intelligent, successful, or lucky he is. No freaking joke. Here's a taste. Trendu- since these are in first person, do you want to read them? I would love to, Dan. Okay, so here's, a ta- here's some examples of what this person says.
0: I have to go back to my old school because I'm their most successful alumni. I could make six figures easy working here. I was so embarrassed because I was the only one who got to leave class early because I aced the test.
1: He also tells us every time he gets hit on, and he's married to someone great. This didn't bother me until now, but he says this stuff constantly to our friends who work minimum wage jobs and don't appreciate the same amount as, quote, success as he does in the above aspects. Is there a way to politely tell him to get his head out of his ass? Should I just tell him to work on his modesty? Or am I just missing something else crucial? I can understand if he is self-conscious or something, but there's a limit. Note, despite this, he is a great friend. He's a great friend who would help me in a heartbeat if he could. And I honestly believe he is as great as he thinks he is, but we don't need constant reminders about it.
0: Some people are just hot, charming, cool, and successful. And it's very difficult to share a studio on a podcast with them. But, oh. but, you, try, but you work through it, and you figure it out. <laughs>
1: <laughs> wow, I'm blushing. Jen. I think she's talking about me. You,
0: Jen, if only you would stop telling me about everybody hitting on you all the time.
1: I always share when people hit on me because it happens rarely. Um, It's not a dig against myself. It's just I give off don't talk to me vibes. You
0: really, like, that's the thing. As soon as you said people don't hit me that often, I was going to say it's like, it's really just because they respect you too much and are (laughs)
1: are too scared of you. That's fine. That's fucking awesome. Because
0: people have hit on you to me. Did you know that? Yeah,
1: kind of. (laughs) They like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so fucking funny. I love it. Yeah, they're they're
0: you're too scary. The unfortunate thing about your friend is that he is not scary. Is that the problem here? The problem is that he he's insecure.
1: I mean, right? Like okay, we are not psychologists or whatever, but to me this is it's pretty clear here that this person is deeply Deeply, deeply insecure. Yeah. Or there's some other thing going on, like narcissism, which I don't know enough about. And like I said, we're not doctor's order or anything. So we're going to go with the theory that this person is just like deeply marred in insecurity.
0: Yeah. And I mean, like, it's one of those things where, and I think that this is something that we all need to figure out at some point in our childhood, and not everybody does. But one thing that you need to reparent into yourself is thinking about how other people feel when you say something rather than just how good it feels to say the thing. So it may make him feel amazing to be like, can you believe that girl hit on me? Oh, my God, she was so cute. You yeah, know? Like, that may ma- make him feel great, but it m- makes other people feel uncomfortable because he's married, and that's a little bit strange, you know? Yeah. Um, he's clearly not thinking through th- the audience reaction. The, yeah,
1: he, he is dismissing the cues, the, the awkwardness. Um, he's definitely not reading the room. <laughs> They probably, this person probably has no idea how often they do this. I
0: totally agree, Like, it's
1: just no way. Like, if you played a recording back to them of this, they'd be like, I didn't say that. Like, yeah, you did. Like, no, no, I don't. I would never talk about myself that much. Absolutely. Or they would acknowledge it in a joking way. Like, yeah, I guess I am just so awesome.
0: I just feel that they must be getting some kind of positive feedback from this. The first thing is, is control how you react to it. Do not encourage it at all. Make sure that you're not being like, oh, yeah, you are super hot.
1: Yeah, I mean, you're right, Trin. I think you nailed it. Something about the feeling or the feedback they get when they drop one of these weird comments, ragged comments about themselves, they're they're probably kind of addicted to it. And I don't use that word lightly. That little feeling, that little rush that they get when they get to say something like, oh, I'm in my alumni magazine because I'm the most successful alumni. Like that's a that's a burst of serotonin that they probably desperately need, but they're kind of getting it in a bad way.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Jen and I were talking um, earlier before we started recording, and we both do this to our partners, where we're like, "Hey, bud, uh, do you mind if I brag about myself real quick? I just need you to thumbs up and agree with me while I say nice things about myself."
1: Yes, you yes. Know? And like, that's there's an outlet. Fun. Absolutely. And then we were also talking to, her and we don't do that if it's not the right moment
0: or the right person to talk yeah, to. Yeah,
1: like if if my partner had like a really crappy day at work, uh stuck in traffic on their commute, the first thing I wouldn't say to them was. Guess how awesome I am. Right. Guess what I did at work today? Like guess what I nailed today? I mean that that you got to read the room.
0: So what does positive feedback look like when they say something. It's not just like, oh, yes, I agree with you.
1: Any reaction all, at all might be positive feedback, right?
0: Right. Like another um, positive feedback reaction is, oh, gosh, I wish that that were true for me. Or like, oh, God, your life is really cool. I was just working, blah, blah, blah. Like if you start going into complaining about your life after that, it is still playing into the positive feedback loop of, I'm going to compare how awesome my success is to how shitty this is going and like not really think about the emotions of that other person. Right. So what would it look like? It would be a changing of the subject. It would be a calling out uh, for what it is, too. Yeah. Like making this person aware of what they're doing, I think, is the first step. And it's not really a matter of like, I'm going to sit this person down and be like, hey, I need you to stop saying nice things
1: about yourself. Yeah. You said, do I tell them that they need to be more modest? No, No, I don't think that will be effective. And I, yeah, I don't think that will work. That just won't be effective. Someone who's like swimming deeply in the sea of overconfidence and insecurity. Plus, they'll probably just lean in after that. Like, if anyone told me to be more modest, I'd be like, "Why do I have to lean back? You right. lean back. I'm not being more modest. You be more modest. Like, it just <laughs> wouldn't work." Um, but in the moment when these when these comments are said, I think you can either let it become an awkward situation because it is awkward. And some situations should be awkward, right? Yes. Right. You don't like I have a deep need and desire to smooth things over when they're awkward, and I'm trying to reprogram myself to let things that are. Bad be bad. Let things that are awkward be awkward because that's useful information.
0: Yeah, yeah. Should we just, like, do some, uh, like, potential conversation? Yeah, or? let's do it.
1: Am I the braggy friend or the bummed friend?
0: I mean, I, honestly, I think that we could be either. I know. I think that man, do you, I could pull up the universal decision maker. Um, you could
1: choose. Pull up the universal decision maker. Okay, I'm
0: doing it. People know about the universal decision maker, right?
1: Yeah, it's when you Google um, universal decision maker and it tells you what to do, right? <laughs> yes.
0: It is. There's this universal decision maker I know I've talked about on the show before, and uh, I've used it to make some of the most major decisions <laughs> in my life. If you ever have something that has two like completely equal choices and you don't know how to choose, then pull
1: it up. And do you always go with what it says or do you automatically do the opposite?
0: No. I, okay, I don't believe in magic, but... I do think I would be cursed if I ever didn't do the thing I, I told understand. Me to yep. Because it's like, then why did I trust it in the first place? Right. You right. know, if you don't do the thing, then it breaks the magic. Yeah. So you have to. Okay. Yep. So, uh, so we're going to say if yes wins, then you will be the bragger. Got it. And if no wins, I will be the bragger. It looks like you're winning. So I'm the bragger? Well, I mean, it, it has to do with the whole
1: thing. But oh. There's two little bugs that race. Oh, I didn't know this was a whole thing. Oh, yeah. Oh my God, they're racing. Little well, guys, go! Oh, you go, won. Go. You're,
0: you're the bragger. Okay, but yeah, it's sam-i-am dot com slash play slash five k slash decisions, and I've been using it since I was a freshman in college to make decisions. That's beautiful. Okay.
1: All right. All so right. I'm gonna brag. What? 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 Here's an idea. What if we do this rapid fire? I'll say a brag, and you say. A reaction. Sure. Brag reaction. Because like, here's the thing. You shouldn't delve into this. It really shouldn't be a conversation. It should be a, hmm, that's weird. Oh, right? yeah. Right? No, I totally agree. Right. If you're doing it the right way. And then we can also do an example of you doing the what we don't advise. Right.
0: Uh, hey, Jimby. Why Jimby? What up? <laughs>
1: Welcome to my home. Did you know that I have an IQ? I found this out today. I have an IQ of 3,000. I don't...
0: Uh, Jimby, that sounds fake.
1: I know, right? But it's not. It's real.
0: Cool. Anyway, uh, there's cookies on the counter. You want any?
1: Yeah, I am so good at baking cookies and eating them.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, see if you can focus those skills on these cookies that I made. You'll,
1: how are they? Great. I got laid 10 times last night.
0: Oh, boy, that is a weird thing to say out loud and to think... You think so? Well, you are married. I mean, You got laid by your wife last night? (laughs) She must be very sore. (laughs) I I guess it depends on what kind of sex you're having.
1: You know what's so funny is I can, um, I learned how to say the entire alphabet backwards. The entire alphabet? Yeah, backwards. Wow. Can you even say it forward? Some people can't even say it forward.
0: That's really, okay, listen. um, It sounds like you're having a good day
1: today. (laughs) You in a good mood? (laughs) I mean, well, um, it's really hard for me to Consider myself a happy person because I am so smart and intelligent. People have a hard time being happy. Did you know that? Trent's <laughs> 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 having such a hard time handling this. I really am. I'm usually really good at this. You are and it's, so good at this, and it's so hard. But here's be- the thing: if you are astounded, I think you should. Re- I think your emotions and reactions should reflect your astonishment. I agree. If, if someone says something like, like what? <laughs> like at some point, don't you just have to be honest and be like, dude, what are you talking about? Oh, God. So, <laughs> you are i sorry. We did
0: this whole, like, uh, you were complimenting yourself, and then I was just, like, I suddenly realized—it's it, it's as though that worked on me. Like, yeah. Like, I feel very uncomfortable Oh, no. Now. Are you
1: intimidated? I'm intimidated <laughs> now. I'm sweating. I know. I'm not usually that confident. Only when I'm faking or acting. God, I don't even know what to say to Jimby. But how do we talk to this person? I think you don't. <laughs> I think when they say a brag, you kind of be like, Huh? Um, And it depends on the nature of the brag. Some of them are going to be harmless. And some of them, some of these you listed are not so harmless. Like if they are bragging about themselves and actively putting other people down, people that are nearby or people that even aren't nearby, like, you know, like they sound kind of classist, right, Trin? This is helping me a
0: lot because, so here we go. Yeah. That's when the line is crossed. Yeah. Because when somebody is just like bragging or whatever, All of your friends are going to have weird faults in some ways or another. And you can forgive it or you can't. And it sounds like this person is a good enough dude that you're cool with forgiving it. Yeah. And now having the context of they probably say all this shit because they're a little bit insecure, maybe that will help you with the more benign of the brands. Yeah,
1: yeah. With the understanding that you don't have to give into it.
0: Exactly. Uh, And you can let it be awkward. But when it's actively making other people feel bad, like when it's like, God, man, my, my job is so hard. But like, you know, I think to myself, at least I'm not like a gas station attendant. Yeah, that's not cool. Wage. That's not no, cool. No, that's not fucking okay. So if somebody said
1: that, I would say, can you say a brag? Yeah. So let's pretend we're in line getting food at a fast food place. Jen, I love you. Thank you for helping me uh, yeah. through this. I'm so glad I went to college and make money. Otherwise, I'd have to work here. Wouldn't that be awful? All right, Jimby, come here. Yeah. Just come here. Yeah.
0: So, uh, listen, you're a lucky dude. You're hot. Thank you. You're charming. Yeah. All these good things, you know. Mm -hmm. But I don't know that you realize how some of the cool things that are happening in your life make other people feel a little less than. And I want you to feel comfortable talking to me about your life and, like, saying cool stuff and telling me all this stuff. But when you are comparing yourself... To other real people, you know, that person working at the fast food counter is a real person who has a full life that you seem to be judging based on your perspective. That sucks.
1: Oh. You don't want to do that. Oh, I just, I didn't mean it like that. I know. Don't you feel gross? I know. You're like, just,
0: just, uh. Let's go
1: to a real restaurant.
0: No, (laughs) I want something deep fried. But, you know, just keep being handsome and successful. Okay. But do it quietly. (laughs)
1: That's so good. Do it quietly. Do your thing, but more quietly. Yeah. Not more modestly, just more quietly. Yeah. And you can, you know, you can also use humor here, too. If you were standing in line and someone made a, at a fast food place, someone made a disparaging comment about the people who work there, you'd go, dude, no, Right. are eating here. I like, know. that's not cool.
0: I mean, I think it's more along the lines of, like, somebody talking about their really expensive vacation in their room full of friends who only get two yeah. days off a
1: year. That's a really good point. Or like, um, yeah, for a long time, I'd embarrassment talking about my honeymoon. I still kind of do just because it was like the most um, it wasn't extravagant, but it was, you know, it was a honeymoon. It was a real honeymoon. And so many people don't take those.
0: But like, that's the thing is that you already you know that and you have that context. So when you talked about your honeymoon, you talked about it with people who wanted to know about it. You weren't just talking about it because you wanted to f- you wanted the feeling of talking about how amazing. It yeah,
1: is. that's a good point. Yeah. Like yeah. that's so, so, so different
0: you know, and a lot of it probably isn't even showing off or even insecurity. It's just that like, that might just be his life. Like for example, like I have I've have mentioned this before, I can't follow my friends on Instagram who own houses because I get so jealous. Yeah. You know? And it's not their fault or their problem. And like the uh unevenness of society and like owning property is not their fucking fault. And I want them to be happy for the things that they have. Um but if they on, on in another if it was completely different context and they were saying things like gosh, having a house is so hard. Yeah. <laughs> like I yeah, yeah. Like, I would
1: hate to live in an apartment anymore. Right. I hate when people over the age of 21 don't have their own house. Yeah. That would be very different. It's so
0: embarrassing to rent or something like that. And then I would be like, hey, that's really hurtful. It's almost like stop playing along. Yeah. Don't stop pretending. Yeah. Like, like if it's if he says something awkward, let it be awkward, like Jen said earlier. And if he says something hurtful, don't play along. Don't smooth it over. Say that is hurtful. And you comparing yourself like this is very hurtful. And also like fucking read the room.
1: <laughs> yeah. 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 Like, dude, we need a break from hearing about your vacation. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Read the room is yeah. a big one.
1: Yeah. Read the room. If you're if people are commiserating about um, I don't know, something that they can't pay their health insurance or something some bullshit thing like that, that's not the time to talk about how you're jetting off to Greece. Right. You know? Yeah. Or how well traveled you are if someone is like really bummed about. I don't know. I think it's like there's some some there's there's the benign harmless brags that are irritating and then the ones that are hurtful and insensitive. And I think that what you're probably
0: receiving is a mixed bag of those things. Yeah, agreed. Like probably 20 percent of this is totally normal. And uh, and uh which is why I don't want your hackles to be up th- when you go into a conversation with this person. Like treat them like a person. And if they are, you know, bragging a little bit because it makes them feel good. Like the, the getting hit on thing. Yeah. You know, it's like it. it as long as they're not cheating on their wife, which, yeah. and who knows, maybe there's a poly situation that yeah. we don't know about yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Um, but as long as they're not, like, you know, being shitty, it, they can feel good being flirted It's okay with. to be flattered by that. Yes, yeah, absolutely. It's pretty normal. And as your friend, as a friend, you are probably considered part of their safe space for talking about this. They probably think that it's, you know, it's another one of those, the situation has been this way for so long and I've been playing into it, but now I want to change it. Yeah. And so you have to make this other person aware that situation as we have all been playing into earlier, we're not doing it anymore. Yeah.
1: You're, you're morphing. You're morphing. You're anamorphing into something new.
0: Yeah. So, okay. So let's talk about the kinds of self-brags that you would step in on. So the first Ooh. one, the, uh, oh, I'm so handsome or I got my test done so fast. Like, you can gently tease your friends about that, yeah. but at the same time, like, if he's an insecure person and needs a little something, a little pat on the back, yeah. give it to him.
1: Yeah, you can decide to be like, like, one of the brags here was, I was so embarrassed because I was the only I was the only one that got to leave a class early because I aced the test. I just, I, a couple of weeks ago, had a funny conversation with all my dorky friends, and we were like, we were this kid in elementary school, which doesn't fucking matter, by the way. We all have mental illness now, so, like, who cares? <laughs> Um, and I was I was always the last person finished if it was a math test, but the first person finished if it was like a, an English test or something. And <laughs> we were all like so un- like we were genuinely embarrassed, not bragging embarrassed. But we were looking back at how good that felt in the moment oh, of yeah. being like, "Teacher, I'm done. Oh, <laughs> um, uh, teacher, do you need any help grading? Um, I finished my test already. I <laughs> do you need me to like run any errands for you? I can go out to your car because I already I already finished my test. I'm done with it." <laughs>
0: That's a, And like, here's the thing, though, that's a certain amount of maturity to know that the thing that makes you feel good is actually not that important. It's not. Man, it doesn't matter. Like, I think that also the asker needs to give themselves a little bit of a pat on the back because there are people who never learn this lesson. Who never learned that being in the gifted classes is actually not a big deal? Yeah, and who never learned that like the IQ test that you took online doesn't fucking matter? Yeah, it, you it's know? fake. Yeah, it's a bigger problem than just the two of you.
1: Yeah. Although that brings me to a, a question, Shireen. Do you think this asker is the only one on the receiving end of their brags? I can't imagine. That's right, because that would be they're a power imbalance might be in play there if that were the case. Right.
0: So if it were the case that this friend is like their receptacle for this, this other friend's like self boosts, I, yeah. I'm like, what's the opposite of roasts? I guess it's roasts. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, that's a, that person is not respecting your time. You said that they're a good friend otherwise and they would help you out and blah, blah, blah. I also want to know, do you feel mutually understood by this person? Like, do you feel like this is a mutual friendship just because they're nice, then they would do things for you. That doesn't make them a good friend necessarily. You know, like I hope they're saying nice things about you as well as themselves.
1: Yeah. Do they build up their friends too? Yeah. Yeah. Like, um, you know, they might be very delicate on the inside and build themselves up because that's how they they get through the day. But how do they treat you on the day-to-day? You said that they would help you in a heartbeat. So that's like um, a -a once-a-year situation. But how are they at all the times in between, you know?
0: Yes. Oh, my God. Yeah.
1: Some people um, are, I can call you if the sky's falling, but we don't hang out that much.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's a really good point, Jen. We're not sure of the dynamic of your friendship, which would play into our answer here. Either way, I think that you need to respect your own time enough. To say something when the thing happens. And, that, you know, this doesn't need to look like a fight. It could look like, um, hey, Jimmy, every time you say something nice about yourself, you have to compliment
1: me, too. Yeah. <laughs> Give me a dollar. Or a compliment. Or, like, every time they something,
0: say something nice about themselves, you brag about something really dumb. Like, well, I mopped all of the floors in my apartment today. I ate ice cream today and
1: yesterday. Just one-up them. One-up them. Say, I went to the moon. Top that baby. You've been
0: to the moon? I've been to the moon. And they'll be like, you've never been to the moon. Like,
1: prove, prove it. it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, okay, ultimately, it's okay that you are annoyed by this person. It is not
1: norm- I'm annoyed by this person. I am <laughs> this person is like, they seem great, but like grating. Yeah. Like, uh
0: like I would go as far as to say that everybody occasionally does this. Yeah. Every, I mean, Larry, I mean, obviously, there's going to be some super depressed people who never say nice things about themselves. But I do think that even in like weird, oblique ways, people love to compliment themselves. Like even if it's like, oh, I'm a total Scorpio. Like when, yeah. when you talk about yourselves, it's like, I'm such a Hufflepuff. All I'm saying is like, I'm really nice. Don't you agree? I'm, I'm really friendly. Like I, I'm a Gryffindor. I'm smart and brave. You agree, right? Yep. Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, I maybe... It, man, it's another one of those times also that I wish I could talk to the person yeah. and be like, hey, friend uh, who keeps on uh, complimenting themselves. Or do you ask people questions?
1: Yeah. Have you ever asked anyone, how was your day? And then like waited to hear the answer as opposed to waiting to he- decide what you were going to say next. Yeah. <laughs> um, do we have in conclusion? How are we feeling? I wonder if this friend is more of a I'll see you every once a month or every couple months kind of friend instead. That might make their uh, habits easier to bear.
0: Yeah, it might just be hang out with them less.
1: Yeah, which just feels like a weird solution, but it it might work. Like if you spent like two weekends in a row with someone who talked about themselves this much without asking any questions back, which we're just pretending that they do, we don't actually know, Mm -hmm. that would be hard. That would be exhausting.
0: Yeah. I want to make sure that this person is treating you like a friend and not like a fan.
1: Yeah. Do they say things like, You must admire me so much? Do you want my autograph?
0: God. Uh yeah. It's like I, I still have empathy for the both of them. Me too.
1: You it's know? just hard for me to imagine because we live in the Midwest. Yeah. And no one's even, like this. no one's like this. Even if they are, we're like, You're from New York, aren't you? Or like, you're, you, grew up, you grew up in California, I can tell. You're confident. I really love how it's like true. those I mean, are your
0: two exotic places. Yeah, yeah.
1: No, you could tell if someone's East Coast or West Coast or Middle, Third Coast. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've never been wrong about this. Midwest is best. Midwest is best, baby. Mid-best. We're super humble. <laughs> That's the nicest way of saying oh, that we yeah. are passive-aggressive and don't talk about anything. <laughs> this is so
0: true. Yeah, I mean, okay. In the moment, I think it's important for you to allow your friend to receive awkwardness in return for their self-compliments because that is what they sowed. Let them reap what they sow. Yeah. Don't smooth it over. Um, Point out that it's weird. You can say something like, what an odd thing to say. (laughs) (laughs) Like, that was fucking weird, dude. Uh, Or like... I.
1: <laughs>
0: Dude, that was just
1: weird. Yeah. What was that about? What the fuck was that about?
0: <laughs> um, and if it is to the point where you feel like they are chronically making other people upset, and you feel like a conversation would be helpful, I don't think you'd be out of line to say to them, like, "Oh, hey, we're hanging out with my uh, my buds that I met back when I was a waitress, and uh, yo, I want you to know, y- I know you love your life, I love your life, we love your life, but for the evening." I feel like it would be best if we focused on them, asked them questions, said nice things about
1: them. Like, I know this sounds weird. Is that cool with you? Yeah, I think I've, I've kind of done this for a friend before. This was years ago. I was meeting up with a friend who was in the middle of a very difficult situation. Mm. And I clued in my friend who was joining us that night. It's like, hey, just so you know, they might get real a couple times. And it doesn't involve you, but I know they're going to start to unload. Let's just keep it light until unless they, you know, like you can clue people in to how the dynamic should unfold. Yeah. Whether they listen, I don't know.
0: It sucks because um, it shouldn't be that this person changes because of you. You know, it should be that this person is constantly working on themselves. But I mean, they have to be oblivious to the way that people react to them.
1: Therapy. Therapy for, for everyone. Therapy. Anyway. A therapist would be like, hey, you! I just wrote down how many times you said the, the nice thing about yourself. And it's 49. It's a lot. Yeah, it's L- a lot.
0: Like, uh, if you came here because you thought that you had a self-esteem issue, <laughs> then I would say n- no.
1: If they said 49 bad things about themselves, you'd speak up. Right. Right? Hate yourself more. <laughs> Come on, get down here with the rest of us. It's like I
0: want to insert just like a really loud, like, Natasha Leone kind of character to just, like, sit around and just wait for that person for to the compliment moment. themselves and yes. just say
1: something really sarcastic. That'd be beautiful. I love yeah. Natasha Leone's hair. I do, too. And her coats. And her face. Yeah, she's wonderful. This has been... Yeah, this has been Friendshiping, hasn't this it? This has been
0: Gay Times with Friendshiping. Mm. Uh, if you'd like to email us a question, you can at friendshipingpodcast at gmail.com. If you'd like to follow us on Twitter, you may at do friendship. Thank you to Ian Parman for editing. Thank you to Molly Lewis for singing our theme song. Thank you to Lauren Gallagher for all of your design work. Thank you to Alex Cox, our podfather and audio daddy, for making the studio work. Thank you to Monica Verma for being our agent. And thank y'all for listening. You're welcome for talking. You friendship at the problem.